If it's up and it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. If it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then it's stuck. If it's up, if it's up, if it's up, then it's stuck. Ouch. Uh, okay, though. I hear you. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk about it. Ready? Welcome to Get Wood. I'm Jess Wood, your hostess. And yeah, I got the mostest. Come on in and check it out. Don't you want to sing along? I know that you do. Come on now. You know the words. Bam. And you say, God damn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm abroad. And I'm a broader than Broadway. Titty titty shake. I'm abroad. Yes, abroad. Yes, so broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling my self. It feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, berber. Oh yeah, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood and hello, you gorgeous fuckers. Hi, you sweet peas, you delightful, delicious little morsels of human beings that I know and I love. Did you enjoy the hooshy, hooshy hairdo today? I know you do. Thank you so much. Yeah, I cleaned up for you. I cleaned up and I sheened up. Clean up, sheen up. Uh, shout out to the chick who sent me this fucking dress. Are you kidding me? I'm like a goddess in this dress. These titties look so fantastical. Just showcasing. Showcasing titties. With shit to back it up though, right? That's my whole thing. You could show your titties, boo-boo. But what are you talking about? You just talking about nothing? And just showing titties to get some excited people? Hell no. Let's back it up with some solid, solid shit. We don't want any of that loose shit. That loose shit means you're sick. Solidify. Hi! Oh man, it's good to be here. Hey, I just have to brag for a second and show you. Mm, I got gifted on Friday. Yes, I went to the Albuquerque Art Walk and if you were with me, Thank you for joining. If you were not, go and check out that fucking show. It was great. It was a great show. It was uh, filled with local artists, local foundations helping uh, the indigenous folks in the in the city and around on the on the reservations. And let me just tell you something. Fucking good shit. Can I tell you about Albuquerque, please? First of all, it blows my mind how beautiful it is. It's like Fuck it. It's like my titties time a thousand. You know, gorgeous. Just breathtaking. Like, I go outside and I go, oh my God. Like, I'm stopped in my fucking tracks. About what? There's a mountain. Just a mountain. Just sitting there, hanging out, just as it does. Fucking old. And I'm like, look at that fucking mountain. It makes it okay to age. When you look at a mountain, you go, you know what? That fucking mountain is thousands of years old. A, a bitch can turn fucking whatever fucking age she needs to turn. Let's all grow into these giant, beautiful, solid, gorgeous mountains of people. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> yes! Um, so I'm going to brag on you for a second, and I'm going to show you a painting that I got for a gift, gifted bitch, um, from Wem. Fur. Now that's one word. W-E-M as in Mary. Fur. F-E-R. <laughs> Shut up. It's a fucking
fucking Buddha, okay? Who says fucking Buddha? I do, okay? Just because you're a Buddhist doesn't mean you don't tell people to fuck off. Just because you're someone who's very nice and you're gentle and you're not a hateful person doesn't mean you can't tell people, shut the fuck up and get out of here. You know, it's called being protective of yourself and being righteous, motherfucking righteous, right? So here's the Buddha. Graffiti, stencil, Wemfer, you have to follow him. Beautiful work. I mean, look at his shit. This shit is good. So I, uh, I've had a lovely week of giftations. Um, Wemfer, as I said, gifted me that on Friday night at the art walk. And yes, I did the art walk without getting lost this time, you guys. Ah, ooh, I just burped. This art walk was fan-fucking-tastic because I got to just be and just be, be with the art, be with the artists. That's what I want to do, man. I just want to do that, man. Um, okay, so let's get down to beeswax, shall we? And what I mean by beeswax is my business at hand. What the fuck is happening, everybody? We're still on lock... <sighs> so most of us are still on lockdown. A lot of you I see out there doing shit. And God, you know what? Good for you. Get out there. I miss, oh, I miss my friends. I miss uh, uh, hugging. I didn't even like hugging before. And now I just want to hug everybody, which is insane. But I, I didn't, and I didn't go for hugs to the graffiti guys on Friday night. I didn't hug. I didn't even hug Wem for after he gave me the, the Buddha. No, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a dap. We're all dapping these days, which, you know, it's fine. And I feel all right when I'm in line and I'm like, hey, six feet, motherfucker, six feet. I like being able to yell that at people. I love being able to yell that at people. Oh, boo, you don't like hugging still? But you know what, Miss Mexican in Paradise? I bet you don't like hugging because you hug people and you instantly fucking feel their energy and all their bullshit inside. And you're like, oh, God, because you are psychic and you have psychic energy. And so with your psychic energy, hugging someone, it's like those those superheroes that like all the fucking shit goes through their head that the people have gone through and they're like oh shit you had seven abortions and oh that's me <laughs> don't yell at me for talking about abortions it's my body my choice my ghost babies when i get to heaven that's right i don't know if i believe in heaven but there may be a bunch of ghost babies just waiting on me i recognize you mama mama um my mom loved my abortion material, it always killed her, always killed. Uh, you know, I, I watched a documentary this week about the American Jazz Ambassadors, it was called, it was in the 50s, and yeah, uh, yeah, fuckers, I watch PBS, okay? I might also watch girl-on-girl -girl porn, but I also watch PBS. Why? Because it's a balance. A bitch has to be balanced. You're gonna, yes, I listen to Cardi B, I watch P PBS, I listen to Howard Stern and I listen to NPR. So suck it. You know what I mean? Get a balance in your life, you fuckers. If all you ever see is just titties on titties on titties and licking on clitties, then go and watch a little documentary. You can watch a documentary about sex. They're out there. But I happen to choose a documentary about the, the black jazz ambassadors of America. Now, I didn't know this story. Now, I know America is fucked up and we are just sickening upon sickening. And our history is such that they kind of tricked us in a lot of ways about what our history 
was, right? Uh-huh. Especially as white people, you're like, oh, history is not so bad, America. Like, we were fine. No, we're horrifying. And um, the American jazz ambassadors were in the 50s during the Cold War, which was the Soviets against us. You know, we both just had bombs and shit and everybody was scared. So we were like, all right, let's get some other countries on our side. But Russia was like, no, you're very... Um, you're very racist, um, you're very uh, separatist, you have, you don't like your black peoples, and we may have goulash, we may put people to death by poisons, but we're not so bad as America with racism. So they were making all these, uh, you know, commercials and cartoons and advertisements and they were right they were telling the fucking truth you know they had pictures of Emmett Till in their in their newspapers and America was like oh fuck this is really bad PR we got to figure out how to get better PR in here in this American situation so what did they do well one of the guys a, a New York guy who was happened to be a black guy and uh dealing in the set uh, he was a wasn't a senator, but he was like somebody that worked in the... Anyway, you know what I'm talking... This guy was like, hey, how about we send some jazz guys over to like Egypt and fucking, you know, London. Let's get some jazz folks over there. And then they'll see that we actually like our black folks and that jazz will get everybody together. Just breath, sort of who, belly, willy, woo, silly, bop, scat, shoo, you know? So they did. They sent Dizzy Gillespie and a couple other fellas over there and they and they stopped the fucking violence. Stop the violence. It was like hip hop before hip hop, you know? And the youth stopped fucking rioting and everyone was like, jazz. Jazz brings everybody together. And the Russians were like, but still, they're not nice to jazz peoples. And and everyone was like, we don't care. We like to skill it back. And so then uh, what happened? Well, we here in America thought, let's integrate the school system. And the South was like, hell no, you won't. Well, there ain't never going to be no black people in this uh, school system here. It's uh, black people over there and white people over here. And so we were like, no. And then Louis Armstrong was supposed to go somewhere. And he was like, you know what? No, I'm not going nowhere where fucking, you know, I'm not representing this country. And Russia was like, it's true. You should not represent a country that has uh, black people in jails and hanging. Because we, of course, we will put you in jail if you uh, speak about the government here. We put you in jail. And we don't know for how long. But sometimes you're going to die in the jail. But at least we don't hang you in the neighborhood where people drive by. They think, oh, okay. But you know, if you just don't talk about government here, you're fine. Just uh, leave it alone. Nobody wants to hear you complain about government and, oh, I don't get the rights. Nah, nobody cares. And I know, you know, Russians are heavy-duty people. They're actually, it's part of my heritage. Uh, yes, I have heritage of long, of um, long-time Russian peoples. That's why I'm so fucking strong. That's why, yeah, 
bitch. That's why I'm still alive after smoking a bunch of PCP, huffing a bunch of paint, doing heroin. I mean, all this, the list goes on and on, kids. But I think because of my Russian heritage, it's like Ruski. You cannot uh, ruin us. We are very strong. We fight, fight, fight. And I know this because I used to have a Russian waxer and she was uh, awesome, but she also was very embarrassing. Like in the middle of, you know, a bar, she'd be like, Jesse, how is your pasunya? I haven't seen it in so long. Must be a miss. And everyone knows pasunya means pussy. And she loved that about the cats. She's like, I can't believe you called cat pussy. It's like crazy. So I go, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I watched that. I know it's exciting. And uh, I got a big promotion push from my man. Hey, now, say now, free money, the great now. That's right. Free money, the hoe hunter has, uh, well, he popped me onto his shows and onto his stories. And he's like, He's like, he's okay. If you don't follow Free Money the Ho Hunter, I'll just give you a little background on him. He goes down to Figueroa Avenue, which is the blade down in LA. The blade is where the hookers are. And he yells at the hookers, but he doesn't yell at them like mean shit. He yells at them like there was a hooker out there with some light up, light up stilettos. And he was like, hey, hey, now, say now, look at that. I didn't know they had LA gears for hookers. They got LA gears making stilettos now, LA gears. And so free money, the, <laughs> the hoe hunter, he's yelling at those hoes, just up and down figgy, just getting wild with it. And he's a rapper. And a lot of his songs have to do with the hookers on Figueroa. She a prostitute, street walker, motherfucking prostitute. Now, I mean, they slap these fucking songs. Slap like ho spin, ho spin, gonna make your bitch ho spin. Yes, classics in the making, classics. So he put me up on his story uh, yesterday, and let me tell you something. I got so many fucking dudes coming in. Hey girl, hey, hey girl, hey, and I'm like, hey, and I'm ready. I'm ready, and I'm willing, and I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> if you got sent here by free money, whew, I thank you for your time. Uh huh. I thank you for your time. I uh, I also um. One, speaking of uh, black men sp speaking about, you know, bitches and hoes, I also would like to say that growing up in the 90s, hanging out with guys in the 90s and going to clubs and stuff and hip hop in the 90s. Let's just go back for a second, shall we? I remember getting a ride home from some fellas, some black dudes in a, I was with my girlfriend, Kellen. Shout out to Kellen. Haven't seen her in fucking years. But anyhow, we used to go dancing all the time in Hollywood. And we were getting a ride home from these fellas. And they they kept saying to each other, they were talking, they're like, yeah, God, all right, black. No, nah, you're right, God. No, you're right. You're right, black. You're right, God. And I and we got out of the car and I was like, which one of them was named black? And my friend was like, Jessica, they're bigging each other up. Like, this is like, if you know, in the 90s was like, you got to be like down for your culture, even in a, even in L.A., and if, if you know about L.A., you know that, like, most of the time, people just want to be fucking a movie star. They don't even care what they, you know, they just want to be hot. I want to be young. I want to be Kardashian, you know, and it's all stupid. So this was like, hey. um, So, yeah, so God, hey, God, hey, Black. Yeah, you're right, God, you're right. 
And I just saw a document. Yes, I watch a lot of documentaries, fuckers. But I saw one about a uh, record uh, producer who talked about how they had all signed these non-disclosure agreements in the 90s. We're talking mid-90s. And they were in business with the fucking privatized prisons. And the record producers d- were signed a fucking form that said that they would not, they would not bring on any rappers that were positive or were talking about stuff that could help. Because you know why? Because the privatized fucking prisons were like, no, 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 no. Put out like, you know, I got to kill you. I hate you. I'm going to take all your shit and then you're going to fucking die. And they were like, hmm, okay. And that'll get more people locked up because more people will be doing that shit. Yeah, okay, cool. But we had just come from this time where black medallions were, you know, Africa medallions were swinging on guys' chests and, and people were talking about, you know, uh, uh, oh my God, X-Clan was a, was a band that you would hear in the club. Like you, Van Glorious, the red, the black, and the green. I mean, there's no reason I should know the words to the fucking funk, you know, <laughs> funk dubious. Well, funk dubious was another story. But, you know, in the 90s, the 90s, were, we were kicking it live, you know, and and proud. And um, and if a, and if a white chick like myself was wearing braids, it I you know how much respect I got from people, not white people. White people were like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you? What? are you? See, whites don't really get much. (laughs) Sorry, my brothers and sisters, but God damn it, shut up and listen. Now, the reason I had braids in my hair was because my mom hated white people, so she didn't really like looking at all this. Okay, Now, she looked just like me, so it was a little awkward at home. But when I went out and got braids in South Central, yes, I took the bus to South Central and I got braids. Where'd you know where to go, Jessica? A bitch looked in the phone book. That's right, because none of my black girlfriends friends. They were all like, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. And then when I was like, will you do it for me? They were like, "Mm, not really. (laughs) So I said, okay, I'm going to have to go get these braids on my own because I got to get my mom to like me more. Mama. So I thought, okay, I'll take this blonde head down to South Central. And I did. And the first time I took the bus down to South Central to get my hair braided, it was before the LA riots. This is a long fucking time ago, okay, kids? Some of you weren't even born yet. But a lot of you in this little chat room I see, you're Gen Xers, so you get it. Anyways, I went down there before the riots, and I looked around when I got off the bus, and there was what, there were two businesses that were still open on the street that I was on. I was on Western and like 50-something. And the, and the only two shops that were open was the Braid Shop, and across the street where you could buy your hair to get braided. That was it. Everything else was fucking burnt to the ground, crumbly fucking building. It looked like the Bronx. It looked like the Bronx, New York. And it was so intense. And I was like, and I'm curious. I'm a curious bitch. And I'm not embarrassed to ask questions because I know question asking is smart. So ask more questions, you know, if you don't ask questions and you just sit there, first of all, if you act like, you know, get out of here. And if you also, if you just sit there quietly and just, you know, uh, you can ask a question. It's okay. Just be kind. Just ask kind. 
ask kindly. So when I went in and I asked the ladies, hey ladies, how come everything looks all like burn up and stuff? And they were like, oh girl, Watts. And I was like, yeah, we're in, we're in Watts. And they were like, no, no, Watts riots. And I was like, the Watts riots? Wasn't that in like 1968 or 69? Yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, yes, girl, yes. And I was like, oh shit. You mean nobody's ever come down here and like rebuilt or anything? And they all started laughing and they were like, look at the white girl. She think anyone care about this neighborhood. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm butchering the Jamaican accent, but these women were queens and goddesses and they brought me in as one of their own and they took to me and they, and they braided my hair so beautifully, even though it blistered their fingers and they complained about fucking doing this thin ass bullshit hair, but they were like, girl, 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 leave it long, leave it real long. Cause it looked like a princess. And I was like, oh my God. And let me tell you something about the weight of braids. Oh fuck. And I had those dookie braids like Patra, you know, with the bottom, I forget what they call them now, box braids. And um, they used to call them dookie braid, dookie, dookie braids. And I was like, it, it, there was probably two pounds of hair on my head. And I was like, oh, uh, this hair, how about this hair? <laughs> hey, hey now, say now. So anyhow, I got my hair braided and then nobody knew what ethnicity I was and my mother couldn't have been happier. Oh my God, that is so confusing when you're a little child and you're like a teen, well, I was a teenage child and you're like, hey mom, look at these braids. And she's like, oh, wow. I love them, Jesse. You, you can't tell what you are. And I'm like, you mean like that I'm not white? And she was like, yeah, yeah. Jesus, mom, you're getting like sexual about it. I don't know why they call them box braids. Uh, I think because, you know why, Joe? Because they box out, the, the part is boxed in your head. There's like a box part and then, the, and then there's a knot at the bottom and then it gets braided out and then it gets burnt or in the hot water. And actually they didn't even have any running water at the braid shop that I went to. Mm, Annette's braids, Annette's. Yeah, I went to the phone book and it was at A. I was like, braids. And then I, and then it said Annette's braids. And I was like, oh, Annette's down on Western. <laughs> I just jump on the fucking bus. And I didn't even know. I was like, let me go get my hair braided. I'm gonna get my mom to love me. And it was, and it was real. And I had guys hitting on me who I was like, Ooh, and they were so hot and they were so fucking into me. Like they were like, like green eyes. Hey, green eyes. What's up? Green eyes. What's up? Light eyes. It's the girl with the light eyes and the box braids. What's up? Dookie braids. What's up girl? What's up princess? And I was like, Hey, hi. Oh my God. They, they don't know I'm white. This is so great. This is amazing. <laughs> and now it's so cancel culture, you know, right now that uh, whenever I post that, uh, I do have a picture of me with the braids in and you can go to my Instagram and see it. And uh, whenever I post up, a lot of white chicks are like, oh my God, aren't you embarrassed? And I'm like, no, you don't know my story. How about that? I am, <laughs> yeah, you got them. You, of course, you're going to miss the cat calls. I, oh my God, the cat calls. First of all, New York City cat calls are the best cat calls in the 
fucking universe. Because you know why? Because nobody, because nobody in New York thinks anyone is better than them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what do you fucking think? You know, thinks he thinks who the fuck he is. You know what I'm saying? Like this fucking guy thinks who the fuck he is. And so even when they see like celebrity or someone, you know, who's like big of it. Oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, there's good work over there. But, you know, I could fucking belt out a couple of tunes myself. Not for nothing. But uh, I got a couple fucking pipes on me as well. Hey, not it's not a competition. Just letting you know you're not so fucking great. You know, so the the catcalls are so confident and amazing and we used to stop getting them like what well, there was a you know the moment in time when the fucking phones all took over everything you guys and then all of a sudden there's just construction workers on their phone wait a second i had to pull out a titty walking by a fucking construction site recently like hey guys let's focus up where the fuck are you on the candy crush this is your real candy crush rahar so yeah, they they do. They always point out what you're doing in the cat calling. Exactly, I. They call out what you're doing. They call out what you're wearing. It's fucking amazing. Like one time I was walking down the street and I was wearing those jeans that are ripped on purpose. You know the ones. And this guy came out of nowhere and he just appeared in front of me and he was like, "Yo, miss, I'm seen. I love. It looked like a lion had attacked you." because of the ripped jeans, right? So I started laughing. And then he goes, I don't even blame him. Okay, that's where it goes too far. The cat call goes too far at that point. Do you understand? First off, it's cute. Maybe we're at the circus. Hey, it looked like a lion had attacked you. And then I don't even blame him. It's almost like you're raping me behind the tent. Do you know what I mean? Let's put some brakes on. I'll be eating a snack. And the guy was like, oh, you snacking me? I was like, uh, I'm 13, dude. Leave me alone. Yeah, the dudes are definitely out to, and you probably were a very mature 13-year-old, Miss Levin. Uh, I imagine you were a very mature 13-year-old. Also, unfortunately, very, very unfortunately, uh, it's a racial fucking there's a moment of of uh, talk about race right now okay let's do it i'm not scared are you come on so white guys will rape you with their eyes and they'll follow you probably home and then they'll hide in a bush before they can come out and murder you in the night whereas black guys were usually pretty uh vocal and um hey girl yeah i like the way you walk look at the way you walk uh, take that walk, walk over here, girl, walk over here, I'm waiting on you, right, or like Puerto Rican guys, ooh, that looks like a lion had attacked you, or I like your blouse, I don't know why a lot of Puerto Rican guys have screamed at me about my outfits, they're very like fashion conscious, like, oh shit, girl, you fucking work those jeans, that's what's up, look at those fresh sneakers, they're so clean, you know, there's so many beautiful catcalls from the, I had one guy say to me, yo miss, I love your ensemble. Ensemble from a catcall? That's fucking brilliant right there.
That's brilliant. And I would much rather know right away and very clearly how you feel about me. And I can make the decision. You know what I mean? I can make the decision whether or not I want to come and talk to you. Uh, but I really don't like the whole stare, 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 fucking creepily, creepily, creepily follow you. The white man, because he never gets fucking any kind of bullshit uh, against him, right? He can get away with whatever the fuck he wants. So, as a white chick, um, and I know that this has been talked about before, and I may have spoken to you about this, but I know that if I do anything back to anybody, they will be so scared, except for the white man, right? So say like a black dude's like, hey, hey, that's that good snow. What's up, snow? What's up, Snow White? How you doing, girl? And I'll be like, hey, what's up? Are you going to be sleepy or sneezy? Come on, you little dwarf. And then maybe we'll have a laugh, right? White guy looking, staring, coming a little closer, maybe sit next to you on the bus, not say anything, whip out his dick. Hey, hey, that is uncalled for, sir. And I've had guys who were watching porn on the subway before in New York City. I had an older, I senior citizen black man watching porno on his little, his little t TV cell phone thingy. And I didn't know what he was watching, but I popped right down and sat next to him because what do I care? It was a free seat on the fucking subway. But then all of a sudden I noticed he's trying to tilt that towards me. Like, hey girl, you want to watch a little movie today? watch a little something, something with me. <laughs> I was like, sir. And I just, I stood up and I went, sir, no. And then I moved away. But that's about as all I'll do. I won't, I won't take a picture of your dick and send it to the police. I won't report you. It's pretty bad. I mean, unless you fuck with me real bad. Like I had a friend once in New York City. She was walking up the stairs in New York and she goddamn somebody behind her. She was wearing a skirt and somebody behind her actually put his hand up and into her underpants. Shit. God damn. How fast is your hand moving for fuck's sakes? But in New York, it's a different scene because then he ran and then she ran after him and then dudes were like, what's up? And she was like, that motherfucker touched me. And these dudes were like, raw, and they grabbed him and they fucking popped him to the ground and then somebody called the police. Police came, got him, boom, bam, bam. You know what happens in LA if you get grabbed by somebody? You're gonna get taken to the mountains and killed and put into a shallow grave. <laughs> Okay, sorry. And no one's going to say anything. Even if they saw a man walking with a shovel, white man, walking with a shovel, uh, a bag of lime and all kinds of stuff. You don't, it's not, you can't, no. Yeah, street justice is right. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, especially from the females in the room today, uh, how do you feel about the new Cardi B up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck? Okay, is she is are we talking about condoms? I don't think the bitch wears a condom. I don't mean to assume anything, but she, you know, she looks like a bareback baby. And I wonder about also, who do I wonder about also? Her pal, Megan. <laughs> yeah, crybaby Megan. Now who's what? Are we, uh, I like it. Crybaby, I say I like better because she says in it, one of the lyrics is, I mean, you didn't fuck me right. <laughs> like, you know what? If we could have more 
rappers, you know, female, especially female rappers talking about, you know, go down on me. I pushed his head like a, like he pushed mine. I pushed it back and he ate all time. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, I'm sorry. I'm spitting bars just by accident, but, uh, I really feel like there's, it's an important thing to talk about, you know, wanting to fuck the right way. Now I know Megan says, you know, his dad doesn't like me. His friends don't like me. And I, who cares? <laughs> as long as you guys are getting along, right? So I really enjoyed that, that piece. Anybody getting anything this for uh, Valentine's Day? This, somebody sent this to me, my friend, Steven. Shout out to Steven, my lovely, lovely boy. Uh, the perfect man. You see this? He's rich. He's sweet. He's bite size. And I, uh, I, I also got uh, some feedback from some other people. Yeah, I was going to get you that, Jess. I was going to get you that. I'm like, really? Because, <laughs> yeah, that's the only man I can eat right now. Mm -hmm. As opposed to last year, ooh, last VD, I was with the wolf. And what were we doing? Well, we were driving his van. You know, he's got one of those... Uh, I like to say it's a rock and roll van, but a lot of people say that's a date rape van. <laughs> Window lifts, <laughs> you know. And last year on Valentine's Day, we went to the beach and then we were driving back and I was like, you know, uh, your birthday is next week, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, how about a BJ for your birthday? And he was like, fuck yeah. And then I just, I just, blah, just down on the, move the gear shift, you know, and um, he could, it's not safe is what I'm trying to say. It's not a safe, it's not a safe, uh, 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 move to get to be blowing someone while they're driving. Thank God it was it was a slow traffic, very slow traffic jam. Although when there's a traffic jam and you're blowing somebody, they, guess who can see you? The other cars that are some truckers were like wah wah. You know, you get the trucker when you get a trucker wah, then you know you're giving a great blowjob. And I was, I mean, I was hands free. Like the, you know, like the uh, remotes that we like so much. And it wasn't like, Alexa, blow me. It was like, Jessica, blow me. Haga. And I know how to make people happy. I come from a long line of dick suckers. I've told you this very many times before. I'm a Jew, so we do it with a codependency. Like me, like me, like me more. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to do that, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh... It certainly does bring a birthday full uh, circle. <laughs> full circle with your tongue. What? Then it's up, then it's up, then it's up, and it's stuck. Uh, I wanted to just remind you that we are in uh, February. Uh, that's a two, 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 angel numbers everywhere, everywhere. And I'll tell you what, it's about self-love. And don't fuck around, Mercury retrograde. It things are happening. Technically, you got no, uh, you have no control over it. So just let it go. And yes, I am aware that we're. I'm well aware that we're almost in a full year of pandemic. And I've looked back at my notes from last year during this time, and I'm gonna start talking to you guys about it because last year, this week, we all were like, "What's this coronavirus? That sounds weird. What's this like?" thing that sounds like it's wiping everybody out in all the other countries. This sounds weird. This is it from Asia, China? I don't know, but it's uh it's major. It sounds pretty major. Yeah. We were all wondering. And 
I'll tell you in a couple weeks. March, I believe it was the 13th last year, was a Friday the 13th. So I went and got tattooed with the wolf. We went and got tattooed. And that was the beginning of Corona. Oh, no. Oh, Rona, Rona. Yeah. And then the week after that, this motherfucker was locked into my house like, I guess we're on lockdown. I guess I have to live here with you. Oh, shit. All right, if you want, I'll, I'm going to leave you in a couple minutes. And if you want a, uh, something fun to watch and you got the Netflix, go in and watch the second season of They Ready, the Tiffany Hadish. Yeah, I say Hadish because she's the chosen one. She's a Jew like myself. So go and watch Tiffany Hadish's uh, second season. I recommend Tony Wood's set the most. Tony Woods, and I'm I'm biased because he's a Woods and I'm a Wood, but honestly, he's so fucking funny. And his credit that everyone uses all the time is he's Dave Chappelle's mentor. So when you're watching Tony Woods, you can see where Dave Chappelle got his mannerisms, his timing, his unbelievable uh, way of managing to tell a story, do characters, and have jokes all at the same time. And you know that's always what I'm going for here because that's all that, that's, that's entertainment. Hey, uh, so go and watch Tony Woods. Also, Dean Edwards is fucking phenomenal. He closes it out. Uh, Kimberly Clark, very great. I used to, I used to play with her all the time. Uh, she's a splendid woman. Uh, also Godfrey. Yeah. I'll tell you a little something about me and Godfrey. We got it in. That's right. I'm not afraid to tell you all my stuff. Why would I be? Yeah, he fucked me. He fucked me good. And it was on MLK Day. And why do I remember this so well? Because he said it to me. In the morning when we woke up, he said, well, happy MLK Day. You have done your good deed for the day. Fucking and sucking a black guy on MLK. You are going to heaven, young lady. And I was like, oh my God, my mom is going to be so fucking proud of me. And that, my friends, is a true story, as is everything else in this motherfucking podcast. All right, I got to go. I love you so much for listening. I love you for watching. Thank you for coming and hanging around with me. If you want to come and hang around again, you can come by on Friday in the evening time, 530 Pacific, 630 Mountain, 830 in the East. And before you go, listen, I have a Venmo. I have a Venmo. That's right. And if you feel like this show was so fun, you had some giggles, you feel like, Jesus, Jessica's really going all out for this free show. Well, you can always send a couple dollars at Jess-Wood-10. That's right, Jess-Wood-10. Venmo. That's right. Okay. Hi, Kay. Hi, Karen. Karen Moore, okay, of the black guy who tips. That's right. Big award winner. I'm so jealous. Award winner from the Keith and the Girl Show. And my award winner of my heart. I love you guys. Uh, and I love all of y'all. And I cannot wait to see you again. Remember, you can always get an easily distracted t-shirt, tank top, or boy shorts if you hit me up on the DMs. Hey, hey now, hey now, say now. And uh, again, what's that Venmo? Jess-Wood-10. Okay. Enjoy your next few days. I cannot wait to see you again and to talk to you again and to tell you 
how much I love you. And look, we're here for each other, right? Consistency stops the fucking depression. So let's all get in there and get in here and do it. I can't wait to see you again. I love you. Relax. You're doing fine. If you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting yourself, put on those sweatpants, boo-boo. Go and fucking diddle your doodle. I am diddling like a man. You know what I mean? Not like this. I wouldn't feel a thing. We've spoken about that. Just a lot of this. Yeah, carpal tunnel. I love you. Don't do anything you don't want to do because life is too short. Do what you do. Do you, boo. I love you. I tell you this over and over and I don't even care because you know why? Russians, they have a hard time telling people they love. But I love and I don't care. I don't care how other Russians look at me. They think, oh, she's so uh, weak. She tells people she loves them. She's so weak. Take it. Take the fucking love. Most of us didn't get enough. So let's make it up here. <laughs> I love you. I'll see you soon. I'll see you on Friday. Ow! Then it's up, then it's up, then it's up.